Okay, so it is uh, 1 p.m. Eastern. Uh, it is uh, so good to see everyone. Welcome, welcome. Um, again, wanted to welcome you to uh, Drisha. This is the first class in the series, uh, Ki Li Haaretz, Changes in the Meaning of the Holy uh, Place and Zionism in Heschel's Thought. Um, first, I wanted to encourage everyone to turn on your video if you're able to. Uh, during this class, uh, feel free to ask questions. Um, you can unmute and uh, simply ask questions, I believe. I mean, that's uh, up to Dr. Bondi, but I believe that's okay, correct? Yeah. And then uh, feel free to also uh, comment by writing in the chat box here on Zoom or as a comment if you're uh, watching us live um, on Facebook. Uh, this series explores uh, Shemitah's social laws that reflect a deep religious at, uh, attitude to the Holy Land. Since the rise of Zionism, this term has taken on uh, political implications, which caused Abraham Joshua Heschel to change his mind uh, time and again about its meaning, time and again about its meaning. In this course, we will consider the various religious un understandings of Shemitah um, in the Torah, alongside uh, the various interpretations of the Holy Land in Heschel's thought. Uh, it's my pleasure to introduce uh, doc, uh, Dr. Dorobandi. Uh, so good to see you again. Uh, Dr. Bandi is dedicated to bringing Abraham Joshua Heschel's thought to Israel, translating his words into Hebrew and transforming uh, Israel by his spirit. Dor is a, a doctorate in Jewish thought from Barilan University, and his uh, dissertation Heschel's uh, hermeneutics will be published next year. Dor has translated several of Heschel's books into Hebrew. He's the author of Where Art Thou, which won the Shalem Prize in 2006. Uh, Dror lives with his family in Jerusalem, uh, in Beit Israel. It's an urban kibbutz community of religious and non-religious Jews who unite together in social and spiritual activism. And with that, I'll turn this to Dr. Bandi. Thank you, thank you. Um, good to see you, everyone. Um, our uh, series of lectures is about Heschel's Zionism, the change the changes that happen in his thought about Zionism. Um, I don't know if you know Abraham Joshua Heschel, I believe that he's a famous American philosopher that everyone there uh, know about him, knows about him, but, but I don't know if you ever thought about the uh, place of Zionism in his thought. In, in my lectures, I will try to show how until 55, Heschel was mainly critical about Zionism. And, you know, the Israel, the state of the Jewish people was established in 1948. But until 55, until 1955, uh, Heschel almost didn't, sp didn't speak about the state of Israel. And when, when he spoke about the state of Israel, he always uh, he, he hinted, I believe, against the main ideas of Zionism, and especially about the, about the holy place. And um, in, in the next lectures, I will try to show how he changed his mind after 1955 and then after 67. Two times he changed his mind. And I will try to show how, it, it's a question, how such a philosophy about holy place uh, read, reads uh, the psukim about the holy land in the Torah, right? Uh, there are a lot of uh, saying about the land of Israel in the Bible. And if you have something critical to say about uh, holy places, and if you change your mind and you try to say another thing about the issue, how, how Heschel, um, how Heschel re read the Torah in, in, which, in any of his approach. In, when he changes his mind, how he changes it in interpretations. So let's... And especially, I will try to read the Psukim of Shemitah uh, from his point of view. So let's start. Today I will speak about the, the first uh, 
stage, the first period of Heschel and Zionism. And if you can see here, uh, this is the opening of chapter one of The Earth is the Lords. You know this booklet of Heschel about the Eastern Europe? It's a very, very um, touching booklet. And you know, all the Judaism of Eastern Europe uh, was, was murdered in, in the Holocaust, almost all, almost all of this, this uh, part of the Jewish people. And Eshel wrote uh, an Hesped. This booklet is, is like a poetry about uh, this Judaism. But he, he, opened, he opened this book, the, the, the first chapter, by, by saying that I can't, uh, I can't, uh, I can't feel, I can't, uh, I have to say that, that the, the very year in which these uh, 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 paragraphs were published, 1949, and maybe were written a year before in the, in the very year of the establishment of the, of the State of Israel, I can't uh, ignore uh, how, how Heschel hinted by, by this opening, by these sayings about the Eastern Europe Judaism, how he hinted by this, what he, what he said, what he think about the new place of the Jew, the State of Israel. Um, Noah, can you can you help us read as usual? Thank you. Okay. The Earth is the Lord's 1949, the opening of chapter one. Okay. Uh, most of us succumb to the magnetic property of things and evaluate events by their tangible results. The truth, however, is that the genuinely precious is encountered in the realm of time rather than in space. Feeling, thoughts are our own, while possessions are alien and often treacherous to the self. To be is more essential than to have. Pagans exalt sacred things. The prophets extol sacred deeds. The most precious object that has ever been on earth were the two tablets. But when Moses saw the people dance around the golden calf, he cast the tablets out of his hands and broke them before their eyes. The Jews in Eastern Europe lived more in the time, uh, lived more in time than in space. It was as if their soul was always on the way, as if the secret of their hearts had no affinity with things. Thank you so much. Um, you know, when I, when I read this last line of Heschel about yes, the Jews in Eastern Europe uh, was always on the way. Uh, oh, I hear in my in my ears uh, the critic that Zionism that Zionism had to say about the Jews in Eastern Europe. This is the very uh, critic that that Zionism Zionism had to say. Yes, you are the Jews of the diaspora. You are always on the and on the way. You have no place. Come to Israel and. You will have a place for yourself. No, Heschel said, said here, this is not a Jewish behavior. Behavior, yes, a Jew is someone who always on the way. Yes, this is our pride. We have no, we, we are no people of space. We are people of time. Yes, this is before the Sabbath. Yes, the Sabbath. Is only two years later. This, this will be the main saying of of the book, the Sabbath. Yes, the contradiction between time and space. But already here, in the earth is the Lord. Yes, the earth is the Lord. The earth is not of the Jews. The earth is the Lord. This is a saying in 1949 about a hint about the state of Israel. Right. You, you, we are not only pagans are people of things. We are 
the prophets, extol secret deeds. We 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 are look for we are looking for time, not for space. Yes, this this is the 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 heart of Judaism according to Heschel, and maybe maybe I will say something about about time in Heschel's philosophy. Yes, you know, he tried in the Sabbath to contradict between time in Western philosophy and time in the Jewish philosophy. Yes, in the Western philosophy, maybe I will use uh, the famous uh, understanding of time, the, the classic understanding of time, as time equals uh, distance divided by uh, speed, right? This is the classical understanding of time. Yes, time equals distance divided by speed. What is the philosophy of, of this understanding? Um, I believe that the philosophy of this understanding is, is that time has value only when you uh, earned uh, space, yes? When, you, when we uh, stack in traffic jam, yes? And there is no speed and there is no distance, uh, there is no meaning for time. Yes, you can't uh, you can divide by by zero. Yes, uh, we feel the equal of the, the the meaning of time, the value of time, only when we are in a speed, only when we are in a distance. Yes, as as much as we uh, earn more space, there is a value for time. Time is money. This is our Western understanding. But you know, on Sabbath, there, on Shabbat, there is no distance and there, there is no speed. So how can we feel in Shabbat, on Shabbat, that, that there is a holy time? Heschel explains that Shabbat, the Sabbath, is another kind of understanding of time. The value of time Shabbat is not by our distance, is not by our speed, but by our relationships. Yes, when we meet someone, yes, if we if we stand in traffic jams and then we met our lover for the first time, we, we don't we don't need any any distance, we don't need any speed. The time gets its value gets his value from our relationship. You know, in, in movies, they, may, they make the, the melody, uh, yes, uh, much more slower in order to, to make us feel that the time stop. Yes, yes, when, when, we, when we fell in love, uh, there is a, um, the time gain is on value. We don't need any space, we don't need any distance, we don't need any uh, speed. And this is the value of time in Shabbat, yes? We sit together, all the family around the table, we meet each other. When we uh, don't walk, we don't look at each other by um, by the point of view of working, but we can we can meet each other, and then the time has his, has his own value, and of course with God. Yes, this is the all understanding of creation, to see the world, to see nature, as in, by the relationship with God. This is not uh, only tree. This is a tree that God creates now. So this is part of relationship. Yes, like we look at our home, not like a regular house, but by our relationships, the house becomes a home. Yes, and this is how the, the understanding of creation uh, changed our understanding of, of uh, the world. Yes, this is part of our relationship. So this is the meaning of time in Heschel's philosophy, and uh, um, and he contradicted 
between time to, sp to space. Yes, to be a Jew is to uh, live in the realm of time, not to live in the realm of space, in a place. And let's read several lines from the Sabbath in which he, he said, uh, he, give, he, he gave um, examples from the Bible to, to explain this understanding of time. Uh, anyone wants, does, does someone want to read the, the next source? Uh, Peter, may you? May you... I'll be my honor, be my Thank honor. You. The Sabbath, 1951. When history began, there was only one holiness in the world, holiness in time. When at Sinai the word of God was about to be voiced, a call for holiness in man was proclaimed. It was only after the people had succumbed to the temptation of worshipping a thing, a golden calf, that the erection of a tabernacle was commanded. The sanctity of time came first, the sanctity of man came second, and the sanctity of space last. Time was hallowed by God. Space, the tabernacle, was consecrated by Moses. Thank you, thank you. Let's stop for a moment. Yes, you can see in this, in this interpretation of Heschel, of the, yes, of the Mishkan, yes, that according to his understanding, if there was, if there was no the golden calf, there was no holy place. Yes, in Aseret Adibot, in Mount Sinai, there, there is no Eretz Yisrael. There is no uh, a commandment to build a temple. Yes, there are only commandments about relationships, about time. Yes, the, the main part of, of uh, yes, of Aseret Adibot, the Ten Commandments in in Zainai, Zainai is about the Sabbath. This is the main part of the Ten Commandments. This is what God wants us to do, to, to, how, how God want, wanted us to live by time. Only when we worshiped the golden calf, God understood that there is no, he has no, uh, he has nothing to do. Okay. Go to the land of Israel. This is your level. This, you need the golden calf, so take uh, Aron Abrit. Yes, take take a a, 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 play, a holy place. Yes, this is your this is your uh, this is your level of sp spirituality. So I, I will have to to but 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 as Heschel ended, this sanctity. Uh, didn't come from God. He let Moses to build the holy the holy place. God gave us only the sanctity of time. Space was consecrated by Moses. Yes, this is a very, uh, I believe, radical saying of Heschel about the holy place. He is not the original of this saying, yes. I believe that you know that this is a dispute between Rashi and Ramban about about the tabernacle. Yes, about the Mishkan. When Rashi said that the Mishkan, uh, we 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 were commanded to build the Mishkan only after the golden calf. Ramban, yes, Ramban said, no, no, it was before. There is a temple in the in the heaven, and in the Mishkan is a in, is a reflection of the temple in of, of the temple temple in the heaven. Yes, this is this is an ancient dispute. But here Heschel um, took a very radical saying, a very radical uh, approach, and I believe this is not an accident that the year is 1951. Yes, to say on 1951. Only three years after the establishment of the state of Israel, that uh, our Judaism is about time and not about space. I believe this is a hint against 
Zionism, against a kind of Zionism. Yes, there are a lot of kinds of Zionism, but I believe that in these years, in those years, Heschel understood Zionism as a secular uh, nationalist movement, which uh, left the universal values of equality, left the universal values of tikkun olam, and uh, care only about the Jewish people. And he hinted, no, the right Jewishness is the Jewishness of the Eastern Europe Jews, and not a new Jewishness, which uh, care only about space. Let's read another paragraph. Uh, Peter, may you continue? May. Thank you. The festivals of ancient peoples were intimately linked with nature's seasons. They celebrated what happened in the life of nature in the respective seasons. In Judaism, Passover, originally a spring festival, became a celebration of the exodus from Egypt. The Feast of Weeks, an old harvest festival at the end of the wheat harvest, Chag HaKatzir, Exodus 23, 16, 34, 22, became the celebration of the day on which the Torah was given at Sinai. While the deities of other peoples were associated with places or things, the God of Israel was the God of events. Thank you. Thank you. And as you know, Zionism changed the meaning of these festivals. Yes, if you would come to Kibbutzim in the 50s, you will meet a very, uh, yes, you will, you will meet a, a, very uh, another kind of feast of weeks yes they brought back the pagan celebration of uh, the festivals of the nature of the nature yes they made a celebration for the land for the for the yes for the harvest yes and Asha said no 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 our festivals our Hagim is about uh, events in history in which God and us, uh, we, we met together. We met together in the Exodus. We celebrated instead of the spring, of the spring festival. Yes, and, and don't, as I said to Zionism, don't uh, go back to the Pagans festivals about nature you should celebrate festivals of time, of events in history in which we met with God, of Matan Torah, of Yetziat Mitzrayim. It's, it's, I believe that is, this is another saying against, hint against Zionism and another um, important interpretation of the Torah in which Heschel said, yes, we left nature, we uh, brought history, we brought the meaning of history. And we only can start to, to think about Shemitah, yes, how Heschel will, how Heschel would, uh, what, what would be Heschel interpretations about Shemitah as the Sabbath of, of the year, of seven years. Yes, in which, in which God calls us, God calls us to leave the land and to celebrate Shabbat Aretz and to celebrate time. In, in, in yes, a lot of people try to explain Shemitah as someone as something unique to the land of Israel because the holiness of the land of Israel here we have to to relate in another kind of way to the land this is a holy land but i think that according to heschel and i will, I will try to think together with you about uh, uh, later about this um, it's not a call to see the ho the holiness of the of the land 
it's a call to remind the holiness of time in which you have to leave the land. You have to meet God instead of walk in the land. Yes, and this is this is text from uh, yes, 49 and 51. But I believe that the most important source is God in search of man. You know, this is the main work of Heschel. I believe that you read it, right? Anyone remember, yeah, you know, the subtitle of this work, of this book, God in Search of Man? The subtitle is Philosophy of Judaism. Yes, if you, if you would write a book in 1955, which is subtitle is, its subtitle is, uh, the philosophy of Judaism, what was, uh, you know, how, how many pages you would, wrote, you would write about the state of Israel? How many pages you would write about the land of Israel? This is the, this is the main work of Heschel, which was published on 1955. It didn't mention the very words, the state of Israel in this work. And the land of Israel was mentioned only in the very last pages of the book. As if he, he thought, oh, I forgot to speak about the land of Israel in my philosophy of Judaism. I have to say something about this. Yes, for Heschel in 1955, the land of Israel, the land of Israel is not an important part of his, of his philosophy of Judaism. Yes, I, I think, yes, the, the, some, sometimes you, you don't learn from what someone writes, but from what someone didn't write. Yes, and he didn't write about the state of Israel. He didn't mention in its name, the state of Israel, and and the, it did in almost didn't mention the land of Israel. But in this last page of the, of the work of this work, he suddenly remind reminded that he have that he have he has to say something about the land of Israel, and maybe to hint something about the state of Israel. And let's see what he what he wrote. It's not a, it's it's a complicated paragraph. Let, let's let's think together about about them. And as a one wants, does someone else want to read? Anyone? Oh, thank you, Judith. Please, please. You have to unmute yourself. God in Search of Man, The Last Pages, 1955. Belonging to Israel is in itself a spiritual act. The very survival of our people is a Kiddush Hashem. We live in spite of peril. Our very existence is a refusal to surrender to normalcy, to security and comfort. The alternative to our existence as Jews is spiritual suicide. Jewish faith consists of attachment to God, attachment to Torah, and attachment to Israel. There is a unique association between the people and the land of Israel. Even before Israel becomes a people, the land is preordained for it. What we have witnessed in our own days is a reminder of the power of God's mysterious promise to Abraham and a testimony to the fact that the people kept its promise. Quote, if I forget thee, O Jerusalem, let my right hand wither. Psalm 137, verse 5. The Jews in whose heart 
love of Zion dies, is doomed to lose his faith in the God of Abraham, who gave the land as an earnest of the redemption of all men. The people of Israel groaned in distress. Out of Egypt, the land of plentiful food, they were driven into the wilderness. They were almost ready to stone Moses. But after they had worshiped the golden calf, when God had decided to detach himself from his people, not to dwell anymore in their midst, but to entrust an angel with the task of leading them out of the wilderness to the promised land, Moses exclaimed, if thou thyself dost not go with us, take us not out of the wilderness. This perhaps is the secret of our history, to choose to remain in the wilderness rather than to be abandoned by him. Thank you so much. Did you ever see this paragraphs in this context? This is the very last lines of God in search of man. I believe in which them Heschel explained why he, he is not Zionist. Yes, a Jew can't forget Jerusalem. Yes, uh, we have to, to yeah, we, 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 we shouldn't uh, leave uh, Zion from our heart, from our hearts. We will not lose our faith in the God of Abraham. But now we have to choose an awful uh, choose between God and the land of Israel. Yes, this, this is the last paragraph. Yes, because in the first paragraph, Heschel said, belonging to Israel, it's a spiritual act. Yes, we live in spite of peril. Yes, Zionism promised us normalcy, security, and comfort. Yes, this is the promises of, of Zionism, but the alternative to our existence as Jew is spiritual suicide. There's a very radical saying here. Yes, our three Ikarim, our three uh, yes legs of, of our uh, thought, of our Jewish thought, is God, Torah, and the people of Israel. Yes, not the state of Israel, the people of Israel. And all right, there is a unique association between the people of the people and the land of Israel. But, but in the last paragraph, he explained by by a, yes by a story yes by a story from the Torah. We are now Heschel try to hint his readers after the golden calf. What is the golden calf of our days? What do you say? What do you try to hint here? What is story about? What is the golden calf? Who is he is himself Moses, right? But what is the golden calf and who is the angel? What he tried to say? What did he try to say? Anyone has the courage to say? What is the golden calf? What is the the sin of the of the holy place? Yes, Ruth, you want to say? You want to say. It sounds like it's the his description of of the contemporary state of Israel, normalcy, security, and comfort. You know, this is the promises. It's not always what happened. Uh, but it's but, the expectation uh, of it. Yeah. Yes, this was the critical sayings of Zionism against the diaspora Jews. You are not normal people. You are not live in your own state. You have no security. There is anti-Semitic anti over there. Yes, and you, is, and you come to us. We, we will bring you 
a place for yourself, a security, a normalcy. This is the, the sayings of, of Zionism, but Heschel said, no, no. This is not what Judaism is about. Judaism is about time, not about normalcy. Judaism is about tikkun olam, not about security. And he, 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 he tried to, to, to tell us a story about the golden calf. Yes, I believe that Heschel tried to stay. Anyone want to, to say by himself? Yes, Peter. I, I would just say that uh, I, I think that the golden calf in our moment is, is even bigger. Not it, it, and ironically, it includes elements that Heschel has described as elements of time, because it's it 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 involves the way in which the Jewish people perceives itself in the world. In other words, we we, we are living in a great sort of irony. The state of Israel was created to make Jews more secure inside and outside, and we're we, we're at least in the, in the eyes of some less secure, or at least not secure, but yes, beyond. But, but I, don't, I don't think Eshel tried to say here something about security. No, clearly. He tried but, to say something about Kiddush Hashem, yes. But, but we, we've, we, we have, a, in addition to Zionism, we have a, um, a religion of anti-Semitism. In other words, we have a, we, we have a we, we have a need to, to perceive ourselves, um, and I, I experience it as, a, as this dichotomy of space and time as well. It's very, it's very physical, um, and, uh, and it has all the characteristics of that which one worships in violation of that which should be worshipped. It, it removes you from the universal God. <clears throat> yes, I, the truth. The truth is, is that this is the problem with stories. Everyone understands them in in another way of, of understanding. Let, let let me suggest let me suggest you my my interpretation. All right, and I I believe that when Heschel wrote about the golden calf on 1955, in his mind, in his mind, there is fascism. Fascism, right? The the Nazism, right? The, the, this is the, the huge scene of his own days. Yes, what happened in Europe, in, in the fascist nationalism of, of Europe. And maybe the people of Israel also made such a scene, yes, in, in, in those years. And Heschel say, you know, God want God wanted to to you know uh, after the golden the real golden calf, God wanted to to establish and to 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 destroy us. Yes, to, to choose Moses in in a new in a new choose, but Moses told him, no, no, you can't destroy all the Jewish people, and the, and God told him. All right, I know the Egyptians will say the Egyptians will say so. So I, I I I will have to give you to the land of Israel, but I will not come with you. I will send an angel with you. What is the meaning of the angel in in the fifties? Yes, what Heschel tried to hint, tried to hint. What is the meaning of the angel? You know. What is the meaning of Israel? The very meaning of this term. Why, why it is our? Why is it our name, Israel? You know, Jacob fought with an angel. This is why we received the, the very name Israel, because kisarita im anashim v'im Elohim v'tochal. The angel told Jacob, "You fought. You fought with an angel." So this is your name, Israel. Is Israel someone who fought with an angel? So what God told to Moses, I will send an angel with you. Moses can't accept it. This is not us. We are not the people of an angel, like all of like all like all of other peoples. 
we are not people of an angel, we are a people of God. But maybe Eschel thought in the 50s that Zionism, the meaning of Zionism is to accept God, God's suggestion, to go to the land of Israel with an angel, to be another kind of people. You know, the French has their own land, the British, the, the all, all, all of the world uh, is created from, from peoples who has an own angel. Yes, who is the angel of, of the Great Britain? Soccer, football, yes. Uh, who is the angel of, of uh, every nation have, his, have its own angel? And you will also have an angel. God told the Jewish people in the 50s, go to the land of Israel and I will give you a regular state, a regular national state. But Heschel said in the very last line, lines of his main book, God in Search of Man, I choose to remain in the wilderness. Yes, Manhattan is the wilderness. I choose to remain in the wilderness rather than to be abandoned by him. Because if it, if it is a state of, of a of a space, this is a, this is not a state of God. This is not a, a deep Jewish state. A deep Jewish state is a state of relationships. Is a state of inter-religious dialogue. Is is a place of equality. All the values of God, all the values of Tikkun Olam, and Heschel said. In the 50s, I don't want, I prefer to stay with God in diaspora than to go to the land of Israel. Can you accept my interpretation? After the earth is the Lord and after, and after the Sabbath in which he spoke about the golden calf, yes, he spoke again about the golden calf. And okay, there is a new suggestion of God. Don't worship, if you worship the golden calf, it, I, it is not a Mishkan. I will send the, it is, yes, Heschel uh, go back, go, goes back here to, to the first suggestion of God. This is not a Mishkan, this is, he, 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 could, he, could, uh, he, could tell, he could tell a story about the Mishkan, and then he, he may hinted that the, that the new Jewish state is a Mishkan. No, he goes, he, go, he went back to the story, to the first suggestion of God about the angel. And he ended his book with the saying, I choose to remain in the wilderness because Zionism is the new angel. This is not a state of God. Whoa, what do you say? I, I, I will show in my next lectures how Heschel changed his mind. If you are Zionist, you will love the next lectures. <laughs> but if you feel critical about Zionism, you can see here, I believe, in Heschel thought until 55, um, very radical saying, hint, hints against against Zionism. Uh, but we have to say also something about the interpretation of the Shemitah, yes. So how how Heschel would read the Psukim of Shemitah? I, I brought you I brought you here the Psukim from Vaikra 25 about the Shemitah and the translation of JPS I, I don't accept all this translation. Yes, translation is interpretation, but but let's let's read. Yes. When you enter the land that I assigned to you, 
I didn't choose that the sign is the good translation. Maybe Heschel would stress I. When you enter the lens that I give you as, as a gift, not, not a sign, that I give you as a gift, yes, Asher Ani noten lachem, the land shall observe a Sabbath of the world. I don't sure about this translation, not about observe and not about of the Lord. Yes. It's not, it's not only observe. Yes. Shavta is, will not work. Yes. Would not, yes. The land, the land will not work. And it will be Sabbath, not of the Lord, for the Lord. It will be a year of relationships, relationship between you and God, in which you will live along the land. Yes, six years you may sow your field, and six years you, you prone your wine world, etc. But in the seventh year, the land shall have a Sabbath of complete rest. A Sabbath, again, I suggest for the Lord. Yes. So in six, six years, I, I give you to walk with an angel. Six years, you, you have to work, yes. You, you, you have to behave like a normal people. But in the seventh year, you will remember that you are not a normal people. You are the people of God, and the meaning it, the meaning of this that this this is a Shabbos for Him. One year, after six years of work, one year will be dedicated to the God's perspective. Yes, let's continue. Yes, uh, uh, you and your male and female slaves, the hired and bound laborers who live with you and your cattle and the bits in your land may eat all its yield. Yes, there will be equality, equality in, in the seventh year. There will be no slaves. There will be no difference between uh, human beings and, and bits. Yes, you will all remember that you are in the land of God, not in the land of your own. Yes, you can't, uh, you can't really behave to, to someone as a slave and you can't really behave to someone, to, 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 to an animal as only an animal. Yes, God has something to say about human beings, other human beings. God has something to say about, even about, about bits, yes, and about strangers. Yes, it's not a good interpretation, bound laborers. Yes, it's, it's, it's about strangers, yes. Garim is from the word, not from the word living, but from the word ger, yes, from the word, word uh, strangers. Yes, you will remember what is the meaning of the people of God. The people of God is the people of equality. The people who try to see the world and try to see other human beings and try to see animals from the point of view of God, not from a point of view of human being who, who, who thinks that he, he can, that he can rule everything. Yes. And let's continue. Yes. Then you go to, to the, to the Yovel. Yes. Yes. You shall proclaim reality. This is the world of, Yes, throughout the land for all its inhabitants. There will, will be no slaves at all after 50 years. All the slaves will come back to, to their home. 
yes, to, to their lands. Yes, we will all uh, will remember, we will all remember that the earth is the Lord's. He gave us our land and after 50 years, you know that, yes, this month we will celebrate 49 years to to Heschel's death. Yes, he perished 49 years before 49 years. So this is Shnata Yovel for Heschel next year. And we will have to, to remind uh, what he tried to, to teach us. Yes, let's continue. And this is a, another lines from 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 this chapter yes the land must not be sold beyond beyond reclaim for the land is mine yes all of you are but strangers resident with me yes you are my servants they are my servants the people of israel whom i freed from the land of egypt i the lord your god Yes, in, in, in the Shemitah and in the Yovel, you will be free from the Egypt, from the Egypt, the Egypt, the Egypt of the land. You will, you will uh, stop to be slaves to space and you will become a free human beings of time, of relationship with God. Okay, this is was the, the first stage of Heschel until 55. And now I, if you want to say to, 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 to ask, uh, anyone want to, to, to say something to ask, to, to comment? <laughs> Yeah, feel free to unmute everyone. If you have any questions or comments, now is a great time to uh, speak up. You can also write them uh, as a comment uh, in the chat and uh, I can I can uh, read the questions. Did you already see uh, the question from uh, Ruth Lang Langer in the chat? No, I, I will look at it. Do you want me to it. read it? Yes, but Tasha yeah. doesn't write off okay. eventual life in the land, in this interpretation, just an immediate life that with the angel. This is, of course, is the end of the book. But yes, what what is your question, or what is what you try to to say? What did what did you try to say? I'm basically just pointing out that that interpretation, or or your interpretation, his interpretation of of Exodus, in God in Search of Man, is really picking up a moment in the story when which one doesn't usually think of when one thinks of that interchange between God and Moses. And because I always see that, or I always see that interchange, I'll put it in the first person, as a step towards God's relenting and going with them to the land. And of course, that's the trajectory of the narrative of Torah, is that they yes, do eventually get there. So, so it, it, it's, it's a you know, he he ends the book though with this picking up this this or, or he draw he he drops it in the middle of the story essentially. Yes, you know this is this is what rabbis do. Yes, they, yeah, they pick. He is a rabbi. Yes, of course, of course, so and, and, it, and it's and a drosha. It's it's powerful in that sense, but it also leaves possible. It leaves the transformation also part of the interpretation. So that, in a sense, he's he's not writing. It doesn't look like he's writing off the potential of a of a of a better version of Zionism, I guess. But he didn't wrote about a better version he didn't of Zionism do it yeah. until fifty-five. He didn't suggest any alternative. He, he didn't. He didn't. He didn't write about Zionism. Only he, only just yeah. this hints. But I will show in the next lectures how we tried to, to suggest a new version, another version of Zionism. Yeah, so I guess what I'm asking is, is he struggling with Zionism or is he rejecting Zionism at this point? 
let's start by if I will say something about his biography you know when he understood that he have to he, he has to leave Europe yes when when he when he was when the Nazis sent him to to Vars, to, to Poland yes he looked a play he looked he looked to find a job in in Prague in in Paris and in New York City he didn't look to come to Israel he didn't think that there is something important may I say here because I am in Jerusalem now he preferred to go to the important place of the Western philosophy he understood his Jewish task is is to change the world to to help to to recover the Western philosophy the Western civilization he chose to live in Manhattan in order to contribute a Jewish perspective to the fight against racism to the fight against uh, against uh, national nationalism and he He didn't come to Israel and he didn't speak about Israel. This is much more radical saying than to say something, I believe. Mm-hmm. But he will, he will, he will, he, he changed his mind. After his first visit here, I, I will, this will be my next lecture. Yes, anyone else? Yes, Peter. Uh, a, little, a little point uh, when, yes. oh, when just a small point in that three-legged stool of God, Torah and Israel, is Israel there the name of the people or also referring to the land? Because right after that he talks about, The unique relationship yes so I, I, believe, i believe that does it include the, the, both or not no kabbalah always uh, always uh, said it's it's a famous saying of of the kabbalah maybe from the zohar but or maybe from later that you know there is kuchabrihu israel and the writer yes and it is not about the land it's about the people yes akodesh borhu Israel and the Torah this is the three legs and only then he, he added oh I have to say something about the land of you yes Peter so I, I I'm wondering um, Dora do you think that any of this is uh, part of uh, of, uh, of of orthodoxies and rejection of, of Zionism in other words it's sort of is any of this coming from the traditional world that Heschel grew up in or is this a uh, a a really unique critique of Zionism at a really unimaginable moment as it's coming into fruition I, I believe uh, this is the most 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 of the Orthodox of the Orthodox reject the Zionism in the name of Halakha, in the name of Jewish law, not in the name of God. Only a Hasidic interpretations, you know, the, 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 the difference between Hasidics and uh, Hasidism and, and Litvaks. Yes. The, the question is, what is uh, Judaism is about? Is about Halakha, about Jewish law, or about God? Which is much more ebb of much more you know Hasidism so difference between Jewish law and God and Heschel came here from in the name of God not in the name of Jewish law not in the name of Halakha while most of Orthodoxy of the of the Orthodox Jews uh, critical against Israel in the name of Halakha this is a secular means uh, not observe Halakha Not because believing in God of Tikkun Olam, in God of time, in God of equality, in God of relationship. This is the uniqueness of Heschel here, I believe. 
Okay. Thank you. We, we have to finish, right, Evie? It's our time. Uh, yeah, so thank you. Th thank you to everyone and, and uh, prepare yourself to the change of fashion. It's not easy to see philosopher change his mind. <laughs> I, I will show, I will, I will try to, to show it in the next lectures. So much. Thank, thank you, you so much, uh, Dr. Bandi. Uh, this was a very interesting first class and I'm looking forward to uh, next week. I hope to see everyone there as well. Um, thank you also to uh, everyone who joined us uh, on Facebook and Risha Live. Um, we'll be live again uh, together and on Zoom uh, this Sunday at 10 a.m. with um, uh, a class uh, in the series, The Struggles of Jacob with Rabbi Silber. So I hope to see you there as well. Uh, you can always uh, go on our website, www.drisha.org slash classes uh, to find um, information and registration links about our current classes. Uh, you can also watch recordings of the classes uh, as well as watch the classes live at uh, www.drisha.org slash live. Uh, thanks again, uh, Dr. Vandi. Good to see you again and learn with you again. And thanks again to everyone who joined us today here on Zoom, uh, on Drisha Live and on Facebook. And we hope to see you soon at one of our upcoming classes here at Drisha. Vehitraot. <laughs>